everyone. Uh, Jim Laird here from Largo, Florida. I don't know what's up with my lighting today. The sun is in the same place that it is every morning, and I'm angled here. And for some reason, I've got this really bright, I don't know what, in the background here. So, oh, well, too late to figure it out now. So here we are. Um, a couple things. Dr. Stillman has his webinar this weekend, um, basically on the HTMA course and how it can help you. And there is testing involved with that course, which is really, really cool. Um, so you can go to the YouTube, set a reminder for that. But we've had a lot of people reach out that are really interested in the course, and there is limited space. So if you email me at jimlaird at stillmanmd.com, stillmanmd.com, if you email me there, my name, Jim L-A-I-R-D, at stillmanmd.com, I will send you the early registration so you can sign up for it people reach out the email and um, we've already had some people sign up for that so if you're interested in that message me on instagram email email me and i'll send you a link to that i was just telling them we've already had people sign up for the course they actually emailed and requested to sign up early yeah so tell them about your webinar you're having on uh saturday so yeah, and if people want the link, it's also in the Substack. How was uh, the People's Republic of California? The People's Republic of California was. Um... Oh, for some reason, you're muted. Oh, I am. No, I'm not. What are you talking about, Jim? Can you hear me now? Oh, that's my fault. My speaker's off. I'm sorry. There, that's my fault. That's me. I'm. Yeah, muted. the people's. I muted you. The people's, the people's Republic of California was um, still there. Mm. Heinously expensive. I mean, just oh, crazy I prices. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even imagine. Did you get to see any of the chicanery, or you just pretty much went straight to the airport? Straight from the airport to the place I was staying at the beach. Straight from the place to the beach back to Napa. Did not see any of the chaos or urban decay. So, so you anyway, you, you flew into San Francisco. So that actually heinously yeah. expensive actually brings us right into our topic today. There we you go. Know, How about that? Yeah. You know, uh, obviously, money is is a um, uh, a concern for everyone. I mean, including even a single guy like me. I eat a lot of food, and and I'm spending, I mean, I'm spending more in a week on on food than I was on my first car payment. Um, you know, it's crazy. I know. So we've got this big bloated healthcare system that. You know, obviously, the government and insurance companies have contributed significantly to the inflation of price. What What are some things that people can do? And obviously, it's one of the reasons you created your practice is to make it so that people have reasonable help and actually get to the root causes of what they're struggling with. Um, and you could give them some guidance. But what are some things people can do to save to save money on their on their health care and all that good stuff? So the there's actually a post on this that I just wrote how to save money in spite of an exploitative healthcare system over on my Substack blog, where I give people my top tips for this. I'm going to be diving into these in more detail down the line. So the number one thing you can do, because I share these tips on my Substack, is subscribe to that. And that I'm mentioning that because I can't possibly cover today everything that I have to share with people about this, but I'm just going to run through the bullet points on that. And then we'll expand on some of them. So first of all, one of the most important things to stop doing is paying these insane health insurance premiums because those premiums are not coming back to you in benefits from your plan. I mean, if they are, you probably have a serious illness, you're being hospitalized on a regular basis, 
And in those cases, maybe it's worth it to you. But so many people are spending 2000 3000 4000 5000 even more to ensure themselves and their family. And so the first thing you can do is opt out of that broken dysfunctional system. And the easiest and that, way- that you, could, you could do that with like a catastrophic plan, right? Like a high deductible. Yeah, I mean, I would go to a high deductible insurance plan if I had one. Right. And then the other piece of that is that you can go to a um, healthcare sharing ministry. For people who don't know, and I'm, I'm actually constantly surprised at who doesn't know about these, because it's often people who are very freedom-minded, conservative, don't like big government, don't like big business and big corporations, are very disillusioned with the healthcare system, but they actually haven't heard about this. It's probably the best way to opt out of the healthcare uh, system. And you're not really opting out. You're just picking up what I consider to be a better option. And full disclosure, I'm a member of one of these. It's called MediShare. That's the one I'm a member of. And basically, when Obama came out with Obamacare, if people recall, there was a big Supreme Court decision supporting his uh, rollout of Obamacare. And the main objection to Obamacare was people said, you're forcing us to buy a product. And this is grossly unconstitutional. And the Supreme Court essentially created a loophole that allowed them, the government that is, to enforce this mandate. And the loophole said people of faith who are morally opposed to insurance as a vehicle for healthcare may create their own systems that they won't be penalized for participating in. And that's a fancy way of saying you don't have to have insurance. You can have a healthcare sharing ministry. And the ministries are not insurance. That's really important for people to know. They are a group of people who share a worldview and a perspective on life who want to share their healthcare costs and pool their resources to pay them. Right. And that's that probably doesn't sound that different than insurance to many of you, but there's two important factors there. Number one, they won't cover everything. Many people freak out about that, and I understand why, but when you get down to it, the vast majority of expenses in the American healthcare system are either grossly inflated, as in you're getting a $60 ultrasound for $400, or a $350 MRI for $4,000. They're either grossly inflated, or they're downright unnecessary. So I had a patient this past year who was on a drug for prostate cancer, Lupron, which I think is a terrible drug uh, for the record. It is essentially chemical castration. It is the same agent they give to sex offenders and pedophiles in prison to castrate them. Um, and they gave it. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. About and that. so they gave it to him as a treatment, right, for his prostate cancer. And I'm not going to get into whether or not it's you know good for anybody. You know, I look at medicines and drugs and and herbs and all these things as tools. And you know, I love you know. You said once to me, "There's no rules. There's only tools." And I actually agree with that. I think it's true. But personally, I would not take this drug if I had prostate cancer. Now, I didn't say that to this patient. I just said, "Look, I think this drug is behind your anxiety, your depression, a lot of your mental fogginess." I think you feel tired all the time because of it, because those are the symptoms of low T, low testosterone. And of course, he's very old. He has low testosterone. His prostate cancer is, if I recall, I think it's in remission. I think they got rid of it. 
um, but they may just have, have gotten it into a quiescent state. And I said, look, your quality of life is terrible. You don't feel well. You know, what are you, what are you spending on this drug? And it turned out that they were spending something like $360,000 a year. I mean, something absolutely insane, right? So people get this idea like, oh no, like if this, if, the, if let's say that the insurance company were to drop this tomorrow and say, we're not covering this. The headline in the local paper would read something like insurance company denies cancer treatment to, you know, 85 year old veteran. It would be something just shrieking um, of, uh, of just clickbaity yellow journalism type nonsense. And because of that, the insurance companies try to cover everything, even things that are really not good for the patient. And I'm, I'm sharing all that with you because that kind of expense is what people end up afraid of. And that kind of expense, um, I honestly, I think when you have a real discussion with a doctor who really gets to know you and understands the risks and benefits and has time to counsel you on them, you end up not wanting a lot of the care that other doctors offer you or provide for you. And that's why very, very, very few patients in my practice ever get a referral from me to go see somebody else. We take care of 98% of all their medical care in the practice. And, you know, that's why we have annual plans because they want that continuity with us. They want that time with us and they want to be able to ask me all their questions about their care. Well, so anyway. One of the things, uh, wouldn't you say too, the people in the healthcare sharing industries and, and also people that had objections to insurance. Yeah they didn't want to pay for the chicanery of other people, you know, and, and that's the other thing about the sharing ministries and how they keep the costs down. So they do not cover medical costs incurred due to what they refer to as non-biblical living and non-biblical. Most of them are Christian for the record. So most of them it's non-biblical living, but if you had like an Islamic healthcare sharing ministry, they could say, I don't know what they would call it, but you know, they would say, I guess, you can't get things covered that we don't are, cover your we don't we don't cover your we don't cover your fingers getting chopped off. Why fingers getting chopped off, Jim? I don't get the reference. Um, if you go to Saudi Arabia, you don't have to ask for revenue uh, resume. You just have people put their hands on the desk, and if they've got all their fingers, that means they never stole anything. They cut your fingers off. I didn't know or that. They cut, or they cut your arm off. Yeah, in in, in extreme in, in in very extreme Muslim cultures, they will they will do that. I mean, it's a great way. You're just like, hey, put your hands on the table. Let's see what your resume says. And if you got all your fingers, then chances are you're one. You're not. You know, you're really good at not getting caught. Or two, that you're a half decently decent person. That's quite remarkable. I didn't know that. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so the healthcare sharing ministries won't cover. Um, what I was saying is like things that are, are outside of the lifestyle that they're, they're formed to provide for. Right. Let's say you got sclerosis of the liver from being an alcoholic or. I don't actually know about that because it's very hard to prove why someone develops liver disease because it can be industrial chemicals. It can be sure. alcohol. It can be sugary soda and pop and carbs and whatever. Um, right. you know, so it can be all those things, right? Um, but, but generally speaking, the main the thing that they're focused on with that is they're not, they're not going to foot the bill for sexually transmitted illness treatments. Right. And, you know, for the record, things like, like, I remember when the hep C treatments came out back in the 2000 teens, I think it was, right. you know, a course of treatment with some of those drugs was, you know, the, the cost of, you know, 
a college education. It was insane. And the states, for the most part, said, oh, we have to pay for this for our, 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 our state residents. And so they would pay for course after course after course of treatment. I mean, this, you know, the big pharma gravy train has been rolling for a long, long, long time with things that people just didn't know about um, or weren't aware of, weren't told of. And the healthcare sharing ministries won't do that. The other thing the sharing ministries will do that I love is they'll go after the hospitals and they'll say, look, this MRI, you know, you're asking four grand and that's absurd. We'll give you 500. And the hospitals would actually rather get paid today than have to fight to get paid six months, a year from now. One of the best pieces of advice that I can give you is when you go to a medical facility and they ask you to sign any piece of paper, insist that you have time to read it and read all of it in detail because that's your consent form. Doctors and nurses are not going to not treat you, particularly in emergent situations, because you haven't signed a piece of paper because it violates what's called MTALA, which is a piece of legislation that has a lot of problems with it, but was created because they didn't want, they wanted to make sure people who presented with a need for emergent care, they got care in a timely fashion. So um, anyway, you're going to get care even if you don't sign the consents and you should sign the consents and you should be really clear with them on what you're consenting to. Because if they say something in the consent forms, and of course they do this because the people who run hospitals are just some of the most evil people in the world. Uh, they'll say things like, well, you're, I, I agree to all the charges that I'm going to be charged or billed. I agree to the pricing. I agree to all this stuff. That's not good for you. And it's also absurd. And they're asking you to consent in an emergent or urgent situation. And that's why medical bankruptcy is such a common cause of uh, bankruptcy. You know, if people went into the hospital, not signing the forms, not consenting to the prices and insisting on transparency, the system would change overnight. But sadly, mostly, most people in the hospital, I mean, they either assume that their insurance is going to pick up the tab or they're on government insurance, Medicare, Medicaid, and they know the government's going to pick up the tab. So. Well, and if yeah. you're, if your healthcare provider knows that you're on, have, you know, healthcare sharing ministry, or if you're paying out of pocket, like Ron Paul used to talk about, they're going to consciously only get the things that you actually really, really, really need. And, yeah. and I think that what I was talking about was the concept behind healthcare sharing ministries. And obviously there are people that do everything right and still get sick, but sure. you've got people that are generally not running around with their hair on fire. Chances are they're not going to get generally the common diseases quite as often as the normal population that, that doesn't really uh, care much about their health or their morality, so to speak. Well, the reality is that just a few generations ago, we didn't have big problems with affording our healthcare, you know, and if you look at 98% of the drugs that are being prescribed out there, they're on the $4 list at Walmart. You know, if you ever pay more than $4 for a prescription, someone's probably taking advantage of you and they may not be doing it intentionally. A lot of it's about convenience. You know, your doctor just says, Oh, well, which pharmacy do you want to use? And you use the pharmacy you're used to using and you don't realize that two blocks away, they've got that medication for much less. Part of how Walmart's outcompeted other retail pharmacies is they've actually done what I mentioned, the $4 list. It's very, very affordable. Most of these meds. So, you know, I, I don't use a lot of pharmaceutical drugs. 
I mean, if hardly any, most of what I use is compounded bioidentical hormones whenever I am using actual prescriptions, um, which is a whole other story because those are expensive comfortably. But the reality is that so much of people's medical care is really super affordable and they're just being lied to about how expensive it is. Well, it's and that's just part like, of why uh, I created so much group coaching in the annual plans, because if people come in and they don't understand, like, let's say that they come in and they want to ask me questions. Well, what about my, you know, breast imaging for breast cancer screening? Well, that's a long conversation with me to talk about, well, you know, what's your situation and what's right for you and what's available in your area. And do you really need it? Um, and a lot of, a lot of time in the group coaching that I, I offer, which is now going to be segmented into men's and women's coaching. So you don't have uh, men and women in the same group coaching session. We're currently rolling that out due to popular demand. Um, Are you telling me that there's a difference between men and women, Dr. Stillman? Indeed there is Jim. Indeed there is. That's news. That's news to me. I, I never knew that. Thanks for, thanks for enlightening me. I know, man, it doesn't fit the narrative. You're really serious today. Business. No, I don't think I'm serious today. I don't know. No. Um, was I going to say? Well, the same thing happened with the education system, right? You know, they started subsidizing it with loans from the government, guaranteed right. loans. The banks would now it's do. a giant Ponzi scheme. Right. And so they, the schools are able to like, you've got these schools that are sitting on billions of dollars of trust. It's gross. And they're, and they're just jacking the prices up and, and the government's just writing a blank check to these kids. And you got kids coming out with 250, $350,000, $400,000 in medical uh, or medical um, you know, student loans and they have a psychology degree and there's no way on the it's earth that they're, they're ever going to be able to like recover from that. Unless of course somebody yeah. gets into power, forgives all the loans. Right. Um, right. It's same in the medical thing. If, if, if the, if the hospitals knew that the patient was paying directly from the pocket, I remember it. So I remember when I was having my multiple infections, I went to the ER and I remember the bill was $11,000. And, you know, because of all the testing they did and everything they had to do. And, of course, I had a little hiccup in Mexico where I had a little flare up for the first time in like eight years. I went and got just as good a treatment and got exactly what I needed for like, what, $150? Less. It, yeah. It, it, I think that was why Jim is moving to Nicaragua. That's one of the reasons I'm moving to Nicaragua, yes. And this is why when people ask us, they're like, oh, my God. And I, for the record, I, I haven't really announced this formally, but I, I just put my uh, deposit down. I'm, it's not the full deposit. I put, I put in uh, a small amount of money to reserve a tiny home in Grand Pacifica. And the reason that I did that, or one of the reasons why, is that the cost of living is so much better there. And healthcare is so much more transparent. You know, I mean, I, one of my nightmares is going to the hospital. Or I actually had a nightmare about that the other day. I had a nightmare where I went to the hospital and I, uh, they injected me with something and I wasn't sure what it was. And I was that terrified. Did you, does it, did, was that inspired by my story? Probably. Yeah. And, and I, we don't want to say certain things that will get our, our channel canceled, you know, battered in the algorithm, whatever you want to call it. But you all know what we're talking about. I mean, most well, of the I got in a car accident. And they were yeah. trying to get me, they were trying to give me a pain shot uh -huh. uh, that, was, that wasn't a pain shot. I said, what's no. in that? Oh, it's just a pain shot. I was, I want to see, I want to see the vial. And they yeah. were like, why? Yeah. I'm like, cause I want to know what's in it. And they're like, it's pain medication. And I'm like, I want to see the vial. And they, they wouldn't, 
the doctor came in and then they finally came in and drew it out of you know out of the vial and and you know i actually saw what they were putting in me but before that if i would have said sure um you know i might have gotten something that i didn't want to get so it's, it's sad that we, yeah. it's madness that we live in a in in a in a culture and in, in a situation such as this where that you, and this you know, is, the, yeah and this is why so many people we know are moving to central america yeah. You know, I mean, I, and we, I, was, we're actually we're actually doing a retreat at Grand Pacifica yeah. Yeah. in January. A, a gentleman named Stan, and we're going to start pushing this here very shortly. Uh, there is a there is a sales page to it in my link tree. I don't know if it's in your link tree, but it's in mine. And you it can is. go there and check it out. Um, we're going to be we're going to make the sales page a little a little fancier, and then we're going to start mm -hmm. pushing it out. But it's coming up really really soon. And basically, you're going to be spending a whole week with myself, Stan Efforting, uh, and then we have a young lady who specializes in, in female hormones, sustainable living, kind of coming along. And who is knows? She, she wants to come. So I'm, yeah. I'm basically saying she is. Um, and then um, I'm, I'm projecting it. And it. so it'll be great to hang out. And, and you can also check out the property if you want to. That's obviously not the, you know, if you watch the webinar on the page, I mean, our number one thing we were trying to come across is like Nicaragua is safe. It's actually a safer place to live in Canada, believe it or not. Um, they have and less many, violent crime. If not most major U.S. cities. Yeah. So we we wanted to make sure that it came across as this because most people's hangups with the retreat was not the actual retreat. It was like where the retreat was, was located. Right. So you could come hang out with us in Nicaragua for a week in January and check it out. Right. So basically the bottom line is one, educate yourself. Um, always ask questions. Yes. Uh, don't sign anything until you actually read it, which is kind of right. important. Um, and then be proactive and simplify high deductible plans. Look into healthcare sharing ministries. Um, look for people like you that are creating alternative type programs that involve more client doctor interaction like ron paul has been talking about this for years how great medical care was you know 50 60 years ago right it's like no one no one was dying in the streets right you know we did right. we did charitable i mean look at rand i mean look at rand he travels all over the world and does free eye surgeries for people just like out of the goodness of his yeah. heart you know so. yeah no there's it's it's very possible for us to take care of people without having to uh, break the bank i mean like with annual plan at the practice right now you can get it for less than many of you are paying for your premiums. And so if you just go to a higher deductible plan, you know, you can then afford working with us. And yeah. even if you just add what we're, you know, charging on to your annual healthcare costs, my plan is to save you that money during the course of the year. That's my, that's what I want to do. I want to make well, it a no brainer for yeah. people to sign up and stay members of the practice. Well, and, and to teach you how to take ownership of your own health, right? Right. Because that's, you know, so that you can do the things you can control. I mean, there's so many things you can't control, but if you take care of the things that you can control, um, there's a good chance that you're going to be resilient enough and you're going to be able to overcome any challenges that are your probability of overcoming any challenges that are thrown in your way is, is much, much, much higher. And people don't realize how much they haven't been taught and haven't been told about how to be healthy and well. And they think and they, and they have the illusion of knowledge because they listen to a lot of podcasts, they read a lot of books, but 
learning and, and hearing and understanding and implementing execution are completely different as we find over and over again. So many people come in who know all the things, so to speak, but they are not executing the things or they're missing key components that we have to identify in order to get them where they want to be. Right. Uh, or or they, don't even, they don't even know what their goals are. Like they, they, they right. have no idea. Like, you know, I'm doing X activity because I think it's going to do this. And I'm like, well, right. it's not really working for you. This is what I've seen work. If this is what your goal is, I, I've seen better outcomes with this, doing this activity or, 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 you know, doing this, this, and this, and, and they don't understand. A lot of people will, well, somebody said this was good for me, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. Or they're chasing, yeah. Ob they're chasing an object, a shiny object that's going to fix all their problems instead of, you know, doing the consistent, you know, simple things daily that, that, that help the most in the long run. Absolutely. Yes. So what do you got? Uh, what do you got? You got Monday masterclass today, right? No, no, no it's not Monday. Tuesday. I, I got I got all messed up because because you went away and you came back. So I'm thinking it's Monday, but it's not Monday. I know. It's Tuesday. I know. Next Monday you've got a master class and it, it's a I think it's a I think it's an internet barn burner. I think it's a birth control uh, one. Is that is that correct? It is. And it's gonna be some very interesting information on birth control that people have not heard about before. Yeah, you're gonna and definitely want to set a reminder for that one. Yeah, make sure people tune into the minerals webinar on Saturday. It's going to be great. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to get a lot out of it. Uh, I think that's about it, Jim. Yeah, and if you want to just skip the webinar and sign up for the HTMA course, drop me a message on uh, Instagram or email me at jimlaird at stillmanwellness.com and, and uh, still stillmanmd.com, sorry. And uh, we will send you a link over that so you can get signed up early because we we're only selling 30 spots. Yes, you can also just go to my Substack, stillmanmd.substack.com. The links are there. James, thanks for uh, Jim. James says, uh, "Great discussion, Jim. Doctor James, always good to see you. Take care. Have a great day, everyone. Make sure you get outside."